Welcome to track number 19 of God's Banquet. Number 7. Number 7 is what? Bitterness. How many are hurt? What are the things that can hurt you? There are two things that can hurt you. Hurts of commission and hurts of omission. Hurts of omission are when somebody overlooks something that you expect him to do. Now, the most common hurt in a marriage or in a close relationship are hurts of omission. Yeah, heads of omission. Now, whenever when people get married, they enter into the 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 zone of the heads of omission. Because you see, when you see a, a brother who is getting married to a beautiful girl, and he's in love with her, and he's in love with her beauty and her nice dresses, he interprets that her beauty, her nice hair. Her nice dresses. This is his mind. Is that this is going to become the most scintillating and most. Huh? Fantama what? Fantamagogios. It's a word. Fantamagogios. Which language is that? English and Swahili. Shane. Fantamagogios. Phantomagogious. It's a camp word. We are, we are adopting it in our camp. I mean, you look at a voluptuous sister shaped like a Coca-Cola bottle. And you say, man, what a, what a, what a, what a, what a, what a delight. What a configuration. What a configuration. And when you get married, you expect that this beauty is going to be translated into the dance of the fairies. But it is translated into the sleep of the mortuary. The deadness of the cadaver. The lack of interest of a dead piece of wood. But the brother, brothers, is it not true? We were expecting an antelope. Have you seen the um, impalas when they are jumping? That is what they were expecting. So then he starts to experience the sin, the hurt of omission. What I thought, not that you, you actively do something against him, but you actively do not do things. And the doing things you do not do gradually offend the person and withdraw, and the person goes backwards. That's the sins of omission. The, not the sins of the heads of omission. Now you the wife, you're expecting security. Hey baby. You are expecting security. Because when you were getting married, you were expecting love. You are expecting somebody to talk to you. Now he says he doesn't like talking to you. He says you talk too much. He said he doesn't enjoy, but he used to enjoy talking. You're expecting security. Now you find out that he doesn't earn much money. 
and that whatever looks good on the outside, there's nothing to it. And that you might as well get up and get to the job yourself because nothing is coming from this guy. And you thought he was going to do this for you. And you, you thought he was going to give you sperm so that you could have a child. And there's no sperm. You thought he would speak nicely to you. When he comes, he will call you sweet, sweetheart. Hi, pretty. Hi, pretty. Now, the author of that text, Hi, pretty, it was, you see, we went for a crusade. And the lady had been married just recently. So all of us were, you see, love is a beautiful thing. How many know that love is a beautiful thing? Hey, love is a beautiful thing, you know. Let let, let me tell you, one day, there were two men on admission in the hospital. One of them was by the window and another of them was at the inside. It was a side ward, but there were only two people. So, every day, the man on the, by the window would talk to the other guy who was inside, who was lying down. He was quite ill. So, he would sit by the window and tell the other patient, Oh, the view... The view is so beautiful from here. He said, really? The guy who was on the other side was lying. Up. Wow. So what, what is... What? And he, this guy would tell you, the trees. And then he said, ah, there's a man walking down the road. And he said, oh, there's this guy coming, he's holding a girl. The two of them walking, they are laughing. And that guy was lying down and he couldn't see because he was, he was flat. He was bedridden. There's a girl walking with a... With the, with the boy, and she's laughing and she's skipping. You see how Michael Jackson, the trailer, he was describing, he was, he could really describe. And he was describing the difference, different types of people. There's a man coming down, a girl with an umbrella. There's somebody coming here, the rain, this. He was describing the man who was just listening, 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 listening. One day they were in the hospital, and suddenly the man by the window died. He died surprisingly before the guy who was inside. Everybody thought the guy inside would die because he was flat, bedridden, he couldn't get up. So when they died, they took the bed out. And the man by the side said, he, please, I would like to move to the window. Yeah, I would like to have a window seat. Because, I, I, I mean, although he couldn't get up, but he was hoping that when he gets to the window, he can maybe get a chance to see us. So when he was brought to the window, then he begged one of the nurses, one day that, can you Prop me up. Because you know, when I was lying on this side, the, the old man who was thinking about me, he told me so many, it was so beautiful the things he was describing. So I want to see. So then the nurse propped him up. When she propped him up and she, he looked out of the window, there was a white wall, the, the next block, <laughs> the next uh, hospital block, white. I said, What? What a shock! What a megaloblastic shock! Where are the couples that were walking? And where are the trees? And where, where are the 
Animals that were skipping around the world. Those couples that he was telling me about the girl. The girl is happy and then this one was kissing and they were holding. And, the, and they found out that this old man, knowing that this guy was sick on this side, was trying to make him happy. He was just telling him nice things about this life. It's, there's a boy walking with a girl. These are things they are trying. It's, it's not. They're walking in the rain. and It was just ministering to him. Happiness. You see, Love is, is a beautiful thing. Is love not a beautiful thing? We, we love it. We like it. We are all attracted to love. Yeah, even, even if we don't have it, it's even nice to see. We go for a wedding, you have a bad mind, you see somebody hold that might be moving. It's nice to see. You know it won't end well, but you are happy. <laughs> wow! Is it not amazing? Is it not fantamogo? What is it? Fantamagoshos. Fantamagoshos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen. What are you doing here? Are you, are you supposed to sing? Since the heads of omission. So you get married and you thought you would have love. That he would walk with you in the evenings. He would come home at 5 o'clock and he would knock on the door and say, Darling, I'm home at 6 o'clock. And you would come and say, Oh, sweetie, I'm so glad. And you would come running to you and say, Mwah. Mwah. Everybody say, Mwah. Hey. But there has been no <laughs> omission. And gradually, you as the woman, you begin to roll in more disappointments. And that's not that we hear you talking when you talk about marriage. And when you talk about men. And you say, as for men? Ah, that when you hear the as for men, the thing is inside. Hey, the man is the husband. As for men, as for marriage. So I'm talking about the way bitterness comes in is from two categories of heads. The man is also head and the woman is... That's why you see them working together, smiling. That's why Michael Jackson thriller, that is why it was nice. It was top 25 million sold, 50 million sold copies all over. Just even the, the, the look of the girl, they got the right girl. Dancing and jumping and moving and Michael running around head. Just loves it. I mean, love is a beautiful. I mean, Michael turned to the girl and said, I have something to say. And he said, Oh, Michael. Oh, Michael. And he said, I, I just want to ask you, do you like me the way I like you? Said, oh, Michael, you know I like you. And she said, Then Michael said, But I'm different from other guys. That's what Michael said. I'm different because he was about to turn into a monster. He said, Oh, Michael. That's why I like you. are different. That's why I like you, Michael. Hey! We're watching 25 million sold within a few days. Millions. Oh, Michael. Oh, yes, you, I like you. I are di- you are different. That's why I like you, Michael. And Michael said, no, that's not what I mean. Because he was about to turn into a monster. That's not what I mean. Yeah, do you like me the way I like you? Tell somebody, do you like me the way I... You see, you're all sitting there watching me. <laughs> 
No, you see, that is why the guy who was sleeping by the hospital window, he was just telling the guy imaginations, stories. Hey! He said, there's a girl walking outside now. They are holding hands and she's laughing. And she's said, now the guy has stopped. He's picked up a stone. He's thrown it there. She's come back. Now he's holding her. She turned around. They've gone. I can't see them anymore. There's another guy coming. All but lies. He was ministering to the guy who was lying there. I tell you. <laughs> yeah. Just comforting the guy. Hey! You see, ladies and gentlemen, we all love love. How many love love? <laughs> when people have been married for some time, they have experienced the sin of the crimes and <laughs> of omission. For 10, 20 years, 20 years of wounds, 15 years of, I thought you would be like a horse that I would ride. I thought you would ride me, but I've never been ridden. Hey. Yeah. I thought I would say, what you saw in the pornography, not knowing that those people are being paid. <laughs> They are on duty. Not knowing that it was not like that. Oh. One day, a certain brother, he, he came to me and he told me, look, before my father died, he gave me some advice. And I said, what, what advice? He said, only one. <laughs> he said, never marry a virgin. I said, what? The only advice he gave me, never marry a virgin. What a shock! Like a little plastic shock. See, that advice, you, you, he got, did he say anything? He said, no, he didn't say anything. Just a devil marry a virgin. That, that message, you have to think backwards and deduce why somebody will advise you to do that. He has had an experience. It's loaded. Loaded to his own son, his only son. He told him, My only son, this is the only advice. Never marry a virgin. In other words, somebody, somebody without experience moves. A novice. Hey, Charlie. Virgin Pacific. Uh, he was attributing all his problems. Well, why do you think my book model marriage is so popular? Yeah. People look at it and say, man, a pastor wrote this book. One day, I sent my book to a certain country. And I gave the book that they can sell it in the bookshop. They accepted all the books. Know your man. Uh, what? Loyalty, quiet time, everything. I was there when they returned model marriage. He said, no, 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 no. This book cannot be acceptable here. It's not acceptable here. What a shock. So I collected my books. <laughs> but you see, you mustn't be hurt. You mustn't be hurt. One of the ways to overcome hurt is to analyze the offender. 
So when I analyzed the film, I realized that the person who has brought back my book is a bachelor. The pastor was a bachelor. Yeah. So later on, the senior pastor of that church, he came and he said, look, you have a very good book on marriage. We need some. The same church. <laughs> where they have, yeah. So the senior pastor commanded for the books to be brought. You bachelor, you don't know in it what we are suffering. You don't know what we are suffering. The sins of omission. You are imagining that we are experiencing certain things. You don't know what we are suffering. He carried it himself over heavy weight <laughs> back to the church. Sure. I'm joking. I don't mean. You think we are burger profane? Stupid. So that's the sense of omission. Or com- uh, 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 offense of omission. And in the church, maybe you thought, I- I'll do this. I'll do that. I'll do this. I'll do that. We will call you. We'll visit you. We'll speak to you. We'll say this. We'll do this. We'll do that. You will appoint me. Maybe we, we forgot. <laughs> That's an omission. <laughs> or maybe commission that actually says something you don't like. Yeah. Or maybe we are having camp meeting before you realize you become a camp star. Yeah. What has been poured on you? Say, ha! Ah! Commission. Before you realize you are hurt. Or maybe you were the person you were thinking that you would be the camp star. You'll be the camp angel. And I passed by you were the first row. Like this sister sitting here. I passed by and I went for this one. And he said, what does he mean by passing by me and taking this one? Not knowing that I was intimidated by your face. You have also committed a sin of commission. Whilst I committed a sin of omission and passed by you. Amen. Are you listening to me? So then you have what you did against me. Then you have what we didn't, you didn't do. These are the two groups. And in our lives, we will always do things and we will always omit things. That's why our church is being divided more and more into councils. It's to avoid the sins and the crimes and the mistakes of omission especially. Because as the thing gets bigger, you can easily overlook somebody. Yes. And those are the things that make people leave. Because you, you overlook. You overlook, Pastor Stephen. You are where? Arusha. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't even, I don't even know your name. I didn't even know you were in Arusha. But hopefully, Pastor Obi knows. Yeah, hopefully. Yes. He doesn't know you. Yes, you may say, I've been in ABMTC for four years. You don't know me. I got a prize in Bible school. Did you get a prize? Two prizes, you see. And I said, I don't know you. And what? Shake my hand during the graduation. And I don't know you. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> it's a sin of omission. We are what? Sorry. But when the root of bitterness enters, it will cut you off. It's just a matter of time. Hurt is, look, 
If you are afraid of sex, be more afraid of bitterness. I'm telling you. It's a more death. One day I was analyzing between brothers and sisters with lust and bitterness. I think our lust is not bad compared with bitterness. Yeah. I've seen more pastors bumped off into the deep end by bitterness than lust. Few pastors commit fornication. If you don't know, I'm telling you. There are very few pastors who commit fornication. Unlike people think that many pastors, few pastors do it. When you check all the statistics, it's few. Some do, whatever, but it's not as you may think. Yeah. It's, it's far less than you think. What is far more common is bitterness, hate, anger, death, far and more deadly, more deadly. The Bible says it will defile many people. So you must develop an antidote for bitterness. You must know how to live with a sweet spirit. Good attitude. A couple of days ago, it was Dr. Ogo's birthday. We were all here with him. The day before, we remembered his birthday. The next day, we forgot his birthday till the evening. If he's also going to go by the sin of omission, we didn't get any, cut any cake for him. We didn't give him any present. We didn't do anything. Today is Seto's birthday. We haven't even said it. Maybe I don't remember your birthday. I see you, 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 you. You, you rather have to tell me I don't have to remember your birthday. I told Archbishop Duncan Williams, I told him we are not equals. You don't have to remember my birthday. I will remember your birthday. Yeah, I will tell you, you don't have to remember my birthday. It's not your, you don't, I don't have to know when, even when it's my birthday. I will remember your birthday. I will honor you. Don't forget about me. We are not equal. I'm below. I don't have to, re- I don't have to remember me. I told him, you don't have to remember me, my, my birthday. What do you mean? I don't, I don't have to. I, I don't have to remember. You don't have to remember your father's birthday. Yeah, you, you. He came to tell me today is my birthday. That's all. Yeah, hey, blessing. They didn't remember my birthday, and when it was my birthday, I watched him to see if they 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 would say anything. What video? Ha! Who is that? Locate, locate. Was that a table tennis? Did I hear the strike of a uh, this thing? Huh? They call the ball? Okay, okay, sit down. <laughs> Offenses of commission and um, if you don't develop antidotes for these things, look, you will always be hurt and hurt and hurt and hurt and hurt in your life. And it's more dangerous. It's a dangerous thing. It's a bad thing. It's a bad, it takes you out of God. It takes you out of the ministry. And those of you who say you are following God, it's only because of God you are in the church. If, remember yesterday's message. You are following God. Therefore, forgive one another and, and, and walk in love and sacrifice. This is God you are following. Yeah. <laughs> You've raised your own bars. Follow it. One day, a certain brother said he was good at high jump. Hey! So he asked them to raise the bar. Then he stood like that. He said, oh no. It is too short. Because he, when he, he asked the price, he was already over. So he said, 
Raise it a bit. So they raised it. He looked at it. Being an athlete, he said, oh, no problem. Increase it again. They increase. Another increase. Another. <laughs> so he got ready. He ran under the, he ran under the, he ran under the high jump. You have raised the bar of your uh, Christian destiny to say you are following God. Don't don't run. You say you are following God. Don't run under the bar. Jump over the high bar that you have made for yourself. It's, it's high jump. It's not running under. When I see you, say I don't remember your name. It's not my duty. You must tell yourself. You must tell yourself. It's not his duty to remember. I'm sure I'm the number 25th Catherine that he knows. Number 34th Theophilus that he knows. Number 18 Stevens. That how many people are here? Are called Stephen. Stephen. Stevens. All Stevens should stand. 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 Stevens. Stand. Stevens. 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 Yeah. Even here, just a small camp. So when you see me, say, eh, I introduce my name. You are already hurt about that. You are a fool. Look, I didn't mention your name. Not it wasn't the Stevens, but somebody else. You are what? No, you are what? Say it well. Say it well. Say it well. Shepherd. And you, when you come, you come and introduce your name. Say, look, I am missionary this, or I am social and so, and I introduce myself. Don't come and say, I. But I told you my name last time to make me feel bad. So many people have done that to me. I told you my name, Pastor. This is the fifth time I've told you my name. I've had people. This is the seventh time I've told you my name. I told you my name last time. You said my number. You answered my call. Said, your brother, is it you? I answered your call. He said I answered. I didn't even remember. He said I actually answered your call. What, what is your name? Chris Christos. He said I. And he called me. I answered. I don't remember. Ah, look at him. Look at somebody. You are going to be hurt. Rather today. Yeah, thank you. Rather, today, it's an advice. Have I told you that story? Have I told you the story? One day, a certain brother, he came to do dumb broadcast, shouting and preaching. As he was preaching, a certain sister <laughs> came out of her house and said that he should stop making noise. <laughs> and the brother, uh, Isaac, isn't it? The brother, uh, <laughs> and the sister, uh, the sister was the one preaching at the dumbbell, and somebody came and told that he's making noise. Stop it! She was preaching. So, being a preacher, she was trying to think of what to say. To the guy who was telling her to stop preaching. So she told him, don't be silly. <laughs> because she couldn't think of anything. Of what to say. She said, don't be silly. As I'm preaching. Don't be silly. And the guy said, but you are, you are now insulting me. He said, no, I'm not insulting you. I'm advising you. I'm advising you. <laughs> I'm saying, do not be silly. I didn't say you are silly. I said, don't be silly. It's an advice. <laughs> hey. 
Are you listening to me? I remember your name. You want to be head. It means you are just preparing for your real head that will carry you out of this system. Yeah. You know how many times congregation members have hurt me? If we are following heads, where do you think we'll be by now? We don't follow heads. People are insult. When they insult me, I rather tell myself, it's good, it's good, it's good, it's good. Yeah. I tell myself, it's good, it's good. It's good for somebody to insult. When people turn against, I say, it's good. It's good. All these are part of my testings, my life. Amen. You were here because of singing, right? Ah, sense of omission. Okay. But I think it's too late, so sit down. Alright. Are you hurt that you are not there? I made you stand there for a long time. Everybody was saying, I should go and stand there. Now you say, I shouldn't say. Don't be silly. Don't be silly. Can I have three people to advise her? Yeah. <laughs> Is it an insult? It's what? Advice. Advice. Nobody has said that you are stupid. You say, do not be. Number eight. Reasons why people do not come to the banquet, even though they have a special invitation. The next one is sin. Proverbs chapter 1 verse 10 It says My son If sinners entice thee Consent thou not When God is calling you And sinners are calling you away Consent thou not Amen Are you listening to me? Amen if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. Do not consent. Do not listen. Now, sin is the background color for your screen. It's the background color for your screen. Your screensaver and the background picture for your phone is the background for everything that you do. So what happens is that many times you can't really see the sin that somebody is committing or is involved in, but it is directing the person in a way. They will come up with all kinds of reasons why this, why this, but often there is a sin as a seed behind it. And that sin is some kind of sin that lies behind the veil. And sometimes it's spiritual. Like somebody who is defiled with bitterness. 
the sin of unforgiveness. Sometimes it's fornication. Sometimes it's immorality. Sometimes jealousy. Sometimes wickedness. Sometimes stealing. Sometimes lying. But sin is often a background for something that is you are seeing. Something else that you are seeing. And sometimes we do not understand what we are seeing. One day I remember a certain brother who was interested in the ministry. And as he was interested in the ministry, he was asking, why am I not doing well as well as brother so-so and so? And he compared himself and likened himself to another brother who was doing very well. When he asked the question, of course, we all try to give answers. But later on, I found out why he was not doing well. And behind the veil was real spiritual problems. Even though he was can't compare himself to the best, behind it all were certain things that lie behind there, probably unseen by the normal visible eye. So sin is like that. It's the background screen to your, of your life. You can't do anything you want to now that you are a Christian. You cannot. You can't live any way you want to. You can't practice anything you want to. You can't do whatever you want to when you become to the Lord. And it cannot be the background. You say that it's the background of your preaching. The front ground of your preaching is what we are hearing. But the background is something. That is what I mean by sin. So you need to get rid of background things. Amen. Background things. And sometimes, many times, even when people are leaving the ministry angry, taking whatever, when you go into their life, you find out there's a sin somewhere. Yeah. Sometimes there's a strong desire for something. Sometimes there's a love for money. Sometimes there's a love for land. Sometimes there's a love for whatever. Sometimes there's bitterness. Sometimes there's shallowness. Sometimes there's emptiness. But sometimes there is a sin in the background. Either the person is a liar chronically, or the person is a thief chronically, or the person is into so many immoral things, or the person is into abortions, or the person is... Oh! And behind the verbose perfusion of foam from the person's mouth about so many things, speaking about things they don't understand, lies a sin. Or sin. Yeah. How many times we have had people that we've corrected about sin? The next thing they're angry and they walk out. They just walk out. What do you mean? Ha, da, da, da. Then they go out with accusations against us. Not knowing, not knowing like he rather is doing something. Yeah. If you like, catch a thief and see if you will admit. Or a liar. Or whatever. People don't accept things. If you like, cut somebody, ask somebody questions that the person, you see the person will, will, will flow with what you are saying. People don't accept things. Everybody is not guilty. But like Jesus said, whatever you do, maybe the sin of prayerlessness, whatever you do in your closet, whatever, God will reward you openly, publicly. Amen. So many things, the reason for it is something in the closet. So that is why in the closet, even let's say one of the big closets, apart from even your room, is your head. 
your head. Yes. That is why we brothers are always worried, isn't it? Because in our head and inside, what you can't see, you can see that there are all kinds of things. And the sisters, they also have it, but they wouldn't say so. Yes. They are very pure. They are only looking for the good character of the prince. The personality. Ask your lady, lady. 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 What is at the back of it all? Wow. Yeah. The next one. The next one. The belt of truth is loose. That is one of the reasons why many people do not obey the call of God. They, they, the belt of truth is loose. Now, the belt of truth speaks of the belt of sincerity. If you are sincere with yourself, you will always diagnose yourself as a sinner and as yourself as wrong and not be playing table tennis back to me. If you are sincere, you, you will know that you are a sinner. If I am sincere, I will know that I am a sinner. Now, one day, I was casting out demons from a certain young um, man. And when the demons came out, were coming out, I said, what did you make this man do? He said, we made him go to a disco. We made him smoke. We made him drink. We made him do whatever. Either a man or some other case it was. And then I asked the question, how were you able to come here? Now I think it was a girl. And the demon said, the demon said, the belt of truth was loose. I tell you, since that day, eh, many, many years ago, it was about 1980, um, 1970-something, um, 79 or 1980, when I stood in front of a little girl, and the, the demon was speaking. And I knew that it was a demon from the things that were happening. There were 36 of them. They came out. And one of them, when I said, how could you come here? I said, the belt of truth was loose. That's how we got in. Sincerity is the belt of truth. Sincerity with yourself, it closes the gap. If I release my belt now, my trousers may fall off. And something else they come into my trousers. One day, I loosened my belt. Because I wanted to feel free. And then I hung my trousers. Since that day, I don't hang my trousers. I don't loosen my belt. My belt of, of my stomach. And I don't hang my trousers anywhere. Many of us have loosened the belt of our life and our ministry. And I've hung it somewhere. When I decided to put it on, I found my trousers, pants, whatever you call it in your language. I put it, you call it trousers in Kenya. I put it on. I tied my belt tight. Then I went to pack the rest of my things that were in that room. And I 
packed my bag and I zipped it. And I came out. Big Daddy, I think you, ha- you were with me on that day. But Big Daddy is here. He will tell you that what I'm saying is true. I came out of the house and I was going home. I've now put on, I've now put on my belt after, after loosening it for some time. So I was standing outside like this. And I was saying, what are we doing next? When are we going? Then suddenly, I felt something here. Near, near the belt. I felt something like this. Mm-hmm. Everybody put your hand uh, over here. I felt something that, mm-hmm. just move your hand. Mm-hmm. I just moved that. And I said, no. Is it anointing? What is it? But I, I, I immediately said, no, this is, this is not anything. Then I made another move again. And I said again, mm-hmm. Then I said, because the thing, that I, the thing that I was feeling was something like my finger or two fingers long. And I could feel that it was, it was moving within my skin. Inside my trousers, which I have now tied the belt. Remember, I removed the belt and I put it out there. Somebody moved, I said, the, 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 the thought, I re- always remember the thought that came to my mind. The thought that came to my mind that is, was that it's not possible. It's not possible. It cannot be. But it was. Then the third move came. And when the third move came, I know that it is true. There is a lizard inside my trousers, inside my pants, with me now. Ah! What a shock! Big Daddy, were you there? Is it true what I'm saying? Very, very true. <laughs> we didn't know what to do. We didn't know what to do. I'm outside. Wow. It had come in. It was in. Some of you things have entered you since you put aside sincerity. It has come A lizard has come into your shirt. And it was now moving. I started to jump. And through the graceful mercies of the Lord, the lizard decided to go downwards. And it came down on me. And went like this. And came out of my trousers. And I was still jumping. I was still jumping. I was still jumping. I was still jumping. What a shock. Some of you, you have welcomed so many lizards into your life. Because you will not accept the fact that you have a problem with something. You will not accept it. When I said you like a prince, you said, no, I don't like a prince. I'm looking, for, I'm looking to the heart. When I said you have a problem with jealousy, so no, no jealousy. I don't have any problem with jealousy. So when I said you have a good marriage, oh, you're excellent marriage. When I said you, you are suffering from bitterness, oh, me? Oh, my, I don't have a bitterness in my heart. When I said you backslid, you said, no, no, not at all. I'm really working with God. I'm a very strong Christian. Whatever I say, you have something else. You never accept anything. What a shame. How do you say it in Liberian? Huh? Shame. Ashim. 
You make him a shame. You make him a shame? You make him a shame? I preach to you, 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 you squeeze your face, you tie your face. Tie your face. Oh, what a shame. Now, because you wouldn't be sincere. Because you wouldn't be sincere. And you put aside the belt, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 14, and put on the belt of truth. Truth first to yourself before you start thinking of telling lies to somebody. You tell yourself the truth. When you, when you want to be a world leader, you have to have what you call self-government. You always analyze yourself, judge yourself, condemn yourself, sentence yourself, accept your sins, call yourself all the bad names. Don't, nobody will tell you. But he that is spiritual judges himself. Nobody will even bother to call you. You call yourself before they call you. You say, I'm this, I'm that, I have this, this is my problem, this and that. You'll be praying for yourself. But when you don't have it, you are not spiritual. Somebody will say, I still you not accept it. A lizard has come. Spiritual lizards. Brothers of serpents. Hush, I pray you never have that. Since then, when I go somewhere, you see me rolling my trousers. You when somebody is doing something, an experienced person is doing, you, you think he's mad. See that I'll be rolling my trousers like that. Roll a tight. I'll tighten it like this so that there will be no space because of what I've seen one before. Yes, you hang it. You hang you take off the belt of truth. Just hang it and the lizard will come in. Put aside sincerity. You will be surprised. When I preach and I say your land or what you you never apply it to yourself. When I say the money, oh send you police. That is your land. It's at the first from the first point now you have been in. So some of you, all nine points you are, are you. All the nine are you, but you just look at One day, I spoke to a bitter brother. Bitter. Hey! He was angry. And I talked to him and I talked to him. I said, don't be bitter. You are baby like a baby. Then I told him a long story and explained to him what is bitterness, what is anger, what is pride. And I said, do you understand? Do you understand? First, he gave me all the wrong answers. Then after he still followed his bitterness, he still followed his pride. Then some months later, I spoke to him again. I told him, this, but I had forgotten I told him the same story. So I told him the same story all over again. Then when I finished, I said, do you know? And then I remember, ah, he knows, because I've told him the same thing. Again, and again, and again, and again, and again, and again, you hear it. Sometimes you hear the story again and you, you just fall back and say, I know this story. I know how it's going to end. I know the beginning. I know the end. I know the story. You say it and say it and say it. That because you don't have the belt of truth, you can never assess yourself and judge yourself and say, I am the one. He that is spiritual judgeth himself. Yet he himself is judge of no man. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Are you listening? Yeah. Some of you, you don't love your wife anymore. It's true. You don't love your husband. But you never, you never admit it. If you had, the, if you had the, the, the belt of truth, you would say, look, I am an unloving wife. I am a mistake for anybody to have married. You would say, I am a wicked, I am the most wicked. 
type of woman that a man can marry. I'm a bad husband. You will see it yourself. You will see it. You will say it. You will see it. You will say it. You will know it. Nobody can tell you from outside. Yeah. You have to do it yourself. All of you pastors, you have to do it yourself. Uh, Do it yourself. Put on the belt of truth. Amen. How many do you have? Ten or nine? Number ten. No. This is number ten. Number one is what? Excuses about land and money. Number two. Excuses about what? Oxen. Number three. Excuses about what? Marriage and family. And it. Number four, shallowness. Number five, emptiness. How many are empty? How can you see how empty something is? Ask them to do what? Speak. As they speak, you see. As they share, as they preach, you know whether there's something in someone. Amen. Number six, strong desires. How many of you that strong desires keep people away from the banquet? You go realize that, oh, I had a strong desire for an Audi. I had a strong desire for a Benz. I have a strong desire for a little plane. I have a strong desire to go to America. Oh, a mobile. Number seven, bitterness. What are the types of offenses? Offense of what? Omission. And the offense of... Which one is more common? Offense of omission is more common. Which one is more common in the family? Offense of omission. Which one is the greatest sins of husbands? Sin of omission. Uh, hurt of omissions. Husband caused a lot of hurt of omissions. Wife were expecting tenderness. They were expecting love. They were expecting romance. All the other man is saying, open your leg. I want to have sex. This and that. That is all that you get. And you expect it. When he finishes, he just turns around and sleeps. And you look and say, you are lying there. You cannot sleep. You are wondering, ah, what is the use of all these things? Huh? Apologize. We are sorry. You don't talk to your wife. You say you are, you, are, you, are, you are busy. You are talking to church members. You are on the phone. Every time on the phone. can't talk to your wife. One day a certain wife, she realized that her husband was not talking to her. So she went out of the house and took her, took her, went to her phone booth and called. When she, when she called, then he answered. He said, who is this? Ah, why are you not in the house? No, I, I wanted to speak to you. So I, I decided to call. As a church member because... You are always on the phone. When I talk to you in the house, you always have phone ring. So I have gone out to call you so that I will join the members and be on the phone with you. Are you sorry? 
Brothers, are you sorry? It should be the last time. Okay, this is the last time. And the sisters too. The brothers married you. How beautiful you are. How nice you look. And you don't bath. <laughs> what an omission. What an omission. And let us see if God, God will touch their hearts to apologize. We thought, you are so beautiful, we thought when you marry us, you will, you will be soft. But you are so hard. Everything we say, you answer back. You are like, like a Tarzan, Tarzan. Rambo woman. We thought you would give us good food and good sex. But you have been giving average food and bad sex. We thought you would ride on us. Brothers, how many were thinking that you would be ridden like a horse? Brothers, were you not hoping that you would become a horse in the marriage? Oh! And did you become a horse? You became a glider, a glider. <laughs> what a shock! What a shock! Oh! Are you really sorry? Just about seven girls over here. Policemen, get to the job. Charlie, there are too many ladies at the back who come back for your safety. Come back for safety. You are outnumbered. You are outnumbered at the back. Number eight. Number seven was what? Bitterness. Number eight is what? Sin. What is sin? The background screen. Amen. Number nine. Eight. Belt of truth. And then number ten. Rebellious blackout. Rebellious blackout. What is rebellious blackout? Rebellious blackout is when you know the word. When you understand the word. When you have been taught the word. When you have heard it. Not that you have heard it, you know it. You've been to camps. You've taught it yourself. You preach it. You know it. You practice it. Even you know the scripture I'm going to use. When I preach, you know what I'm saying. Like the guy who showed me the picture when I arrived in his house. He said, this is the verse you use. Proverbs so, so and so. As a dog returns to his vomit, these are the scriptures. Number one, number two. He gave me the scripture. You know it. But what you are saying is I'll still do it. It's what we call rebellious background. Now the Bible says that rebellion is like witchcraft. Witch, a witch is somebody who is propelled by a force. Not the Holy Spirit. So one of the works of the flesh is witchcraft. It's a power other than the spirit. And it, when we say witchcraft, it means the power to bewitch you. 
or the power to control, the power to affect and manipulate. And you see somebody now moving with the power, not the Holy Ghost, oh. not the Word of God, oh. but the power is moving the person. And the Bible says rebellion is like the person has become just like a witch, moving by another power. They will advise you. They will beg you. They will talk to you. That's what happened to the prodigal son. They talked to him, advised him. He said, no, I'm going. Give me whatever. If there anything for me, I'm leaving. I need it now. And he went out. Yeah. One day somebody was complaining and was saying, ah, why? This pastor is leaving. I told him, I said, don't be worried somebody's leaving. Even God. People don't want to stay under God's government. How much more me? Even God, people are leaving him. What do you think the prodigal son is a story? It's a story of how people left God. The whole nation of Israel, they don't want God. Many people don't even want God to lead them. Why should I be worried if a human being doesn't want me, a fellow human being, to be his leader? At least I know there are a lot of people who love me to be their leader. But, But those who don't want me to be their leader, even God... Find, they can find another day. Even God, not everybody stays with God. Yeah. One day, uh, one day, a pastor's, a pastor's uh, uh, daughter went, became rebellious. And um, the husband, the, 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 the father, was speaking to a son, one of the brother of the girl. You know, and, the, and, the, and the father said this, God showed him and this is what he, God, has been experiencing all the time. How his daughter is behaving is what God experiences as people rebel against him, walk away from him, do anything different, leave him and go away. He said, God said, this is what I experience all the time. People that I created, people that I saved, people that I love, people that are anointed, they just go away from me. They don't want me. Why should I be sad if what is happening to God is happening to me? Are you listening to me? Amen. So rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. First Samuel chapter 15 verse 23. How many do you have? Ten. Amen. So you are blessed. Alright. Stand to your feet for a moment. Wow. Lift your hand, thank the Lord for his great blessing. Thank the Lord for his great blessing. God has called us to his banquet. Oh, you can't go without salvation. Oh, God has called us to his banquet. Ah, you can't go without salvation. Ooh, ah, God. 
Thank you for your word today in Jesus' name. Amen. Sit down. Did you bring your special offering? And you haven't gone back to your room. Okay. Sit down. Go back to your room. We're going to give you an opportunity to go back to your room. And there, you take your special offering and bring it for the evening session. Amen. Alright. So I'm going to hand over to Pastor Obi. And he'll tell us the lunch and other things. The purpose of the banquet. Number one. The purpose of God's banquet is for the permanent coming together to be with the Lord. Amen. Oh, oh, sorry. Not the purpose of the banquet. Who is who at the banquet? Who is going to be who at the banquet? Esther chapter 1, verse 5. Now it came to pass in the days of Ahasuerus, this is Ahasuerus which reigned from India even unto Ethiopia, over 127 provinces, that in those days when King Ahasuerus sat on the throne of his kingdom, which was in Shushan the palace in the third year of his reign, he made a peace, a feast, Unto all his princes. Everybody say princes. And his servants. The power of Persia and Media. The nobles and the princes of the provinces being before him. And when he showed the riches of his glorious kingdom. And the honor of his excellent majesty many days. Even a hundred and fourscore days. When those days were expired. The king made a feast unto all people that were present in Shushan the palace. Both great and small even seven days in the court of the garden of the king's palace. Alright? So the first group of people who's who at the banquet are going to be princes. Wow. You can see that when the king made a banquet, one of the main groups of people there were the princes. Number two. Servants. 
will be at the banquet. Amen. Servants will be at the banquet. Alright. In the third year of his reign, he made a feast unto all his princes and his servants. So servants will also be at the banquet. At every banquet there are princes and there are servants. May you be a prince. And may all servants of the Lord be there. Amen. Wow. So the second group of people that are going to be heavily represented at the banquet of the Lord are servants of God. Those who serve God. Because the banquets and the feasts of this earth are just symbolic reminders and uh, examples of what it is like or what it is going to be like in the great feasts. That's why Jesus said, a certain man made a great supper. A certain man made a great feast. So, you, you just have to look at a feast in the Bible. A feast in the Bible day to have an idea of the kind of feast. And there's going to be a great feast of the Lord, Jesus. And when that feast takes place, His princes will be there. His servants will be there. Amen. And I believe that there are going to be princes. A prince is somebody who wears a crown. You can't be a prince unless you've got a crown. And so when we go to heaven, some of us will have crowns. You see that you work for the Lord. You did His bidding. You did His good works. Amen. And because of that, you became a prince. Because if you are given a crown, you are either a king or a prince. And if you have no crown, no reward, but maybe you just serve the Lord, you'll be one of the servants at the banquet. But I'm sure you'll still be glad to be at the banquet. How many are going to have some crowns? Wow. You are all raising your hand. You, you know everything. You are everything. You are good. It's great. <laughs> Number three. Third group of people that are going to be at the, at, the, at the banquet are women. I believe women are going to have a special place. Also Vashti, the queen, made a feast for the women in the royal house, which belonged to the king. So as the king was having a feast, his wife has also organized a feast. And the women were having their Corresponding feasts. So the women had their own special feasts. So women are going to be special at the banquet. I want to really encourage all ladies. You know. You ladies, you have a lot of gifts. If only you were to use them. For the right purposes. Women. You know. You, are, you have such a grace that if, if you find your place, you become such an excellent worker for the Lord. Amen. You become powerful tools when you find your place. It is when you don't find your place that you, you look so frustrated. Now, 
many women are unable to rise above the value of a beast. The beasts, I told, I gave you the mnemonic, fed SSB. F is for fighting. E is for eating. D is for drinking. S is for sleeping. Another S is for sex. And the last B is for birth. Giving birth. Amen. So, these are the activities of the, the, the right from where it's dark is the wild. And this is wild, but from there it's dark. So, there can be lions all around. And this tent, if a lion comes, all those who are sleeping, you see that they are Olympic uh, meter champions, headless. They do 100 meters headless. Yeah. Amen. Are you listening to me? Amen. So, brothers and sisters, um, that beast, you know, is a beast that is all of us. But I'm talking about the woman's beast because the woman, I believe, will be special in heaven. What am I saying? In Lighthouse, in Ghana, doctors are special and are quite a special group because the pastor or the founder of the church is a doctor. So even though there are everybody there, doctors form a special group. And unusually, we have a number of doctors in full-time ministry. I just have to look around and I'll find a doctor somewhere in full-time ministry. Now, I'm saying that women are going to have... We have everybody. We have men, we have boys, we have girls, we have everybody. But women will be special. And will have a special allocation. And I think there will be an unusually large number of women. And even Rejoiner's book, they'll call the White Throne. He specially said that when he looked through the thrones, where he saw some of the great prophets and Paul and all that were on their thrones, there was a large number of women. Faithful women. In that group. Go and read it. Women, missionaries, and he said even businessmen, people who had been faithful with the money and the things that they had been given, were all mentioned at the groups. Now, I believe that women are specially called to work for God. Specially. And that um, they have a special grace because of a certain prophecy which is working on their behalf. That the Lord said that he will bruise the head of the serpent through the woman. When you say you bruise the head of a serpent, when if a cobra is coming this way, our main task, if we want to immobilize the serpent, is to bruise the head. If you cut off the tail or you cut off the middle, it will still be moving. So your main effort 
must be towards the head of the snake. One day I was killing a snake with Bishop Saki and Bishop Eddie. And they missed the snake all the time. So I took the snake and I got it on the head. So bruising the head means that you have victory over the snake itself. And we killed the snake that day because we got the head. So when the Bible says that a woman shall bruise the head of the serpent, it means that God is going to use the woman to bruise the head of the serpent. Now, this is very, very important. Also because the Bible says that in, the, uh, in Christ, there is neither male nor female. There is neither circumcision nor uncircumcision. But we are all Christians. Now, the problem is that all of us, brothers and sisters, have got flesh. We have the brute animal in us. And we all have these six things, instincts, that we are fulfilling. Fighting. All men like fighting. And the history of man is just the history of war. If you want to watch the history channel, it means you want to watch wars. Fighting, eating, drinking. We have been doing that all day. Sleeping, having sex. Those of you who have legitimate wives and husbands, I am sure you have had sexual intercourse. And if you have not had sex whilst you are at the camp, when you are with your spouse, then I must say that you have not read the model marriage properly. And you are not practicing your marriage well. After coming to such a place in the world, among the wild animals, among the wild animals, God has given you hotels and you are lying down by each other as though you are a piece of, as though you are a log or as though you are a wood. You are, you are ashamed to Christian, um, Christian community. You can't move your jaw. You can't move your way. You can't move your way. You're there. You tie your way. You padlock your way. You have wasted the hotel room. You have wasted the environment. You have wasted the days that we have been here. You have not taken advantage of the opportunity. You have not read the book called Opportunities. You have not read that book. You have not, you have not read the chapter in many are called, called Redeeming the Time. Making the most of the opportunity. For the days are evil. Hey! You have not read frugality. Timely valuation. So many messages have not been applied in your Christian life since we came to this camp. Amen. So, brothers and sisters, the point that I'm trying to make is that all of us are suffering 
from the animal nature that we have. Amen. Now, let's come to the women because there's no men's group here. The last group is not men. I'm giving you four who is who at the banquet. And there are no, there's men have not been mentioned. Number one is princess. Number two, servants. Number three, women. Woman? Are you woman? That means you, you got a crown. <laughs> and number four, let me just give you number four. It's soul winners. Yeah. Because the Bible says, And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. And they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. So you're going to be a star in eternity. And at the banquet, you're going to be one of the stars because you are a soul winner. But women, as you can see in the case of Vashti, were given a special allocation during the feast. Now, when you see your allocation as a woman, you must make the most of the opportunity. Because you have so many abilities that can help you to do the will of the Lord that men do not have. Such as what, Bishop? Such as what? Such as what, Brother Dag? Well, number one, you, you as a woman are more easily deceived and therefore you more easily believe. The same thing which is your weakness is your strength. You more easily believe, you are more easily deceived by a man who says, I love you, baby. Hi, pretty. I love you. And when he sings it in that way, I love you, then your heart is moving to the right. Next door. So you are easily deceived. But that is the same capacity which makes you easily believe. So when a brother is struggling to believe, the woman, you woman, you easily believe. And you are already moving ahead in your beliefs. Long before we will now be coming. When the woman with the issue of blood was receiving miracles, having faith and receiving the power, Peter and others couldn't even feel anything happening. They were ashes without the spirit. And when Jesus said, I see the power moving. Peter said, where do you see the power moving? Where do you see this power moving? Where is the power? All that we can say, a lot of people are pushing you and touching you. And you say that somebody is receiving something. Now take it one. What do you mean? Take it one. Take what? One day a pastor was ministering to people. And he said, receive it. Take it. Take it. So he came to somebody who was telling a lie. He said, take it. And the guy said, take what? Take what? Because he couldn't receive. He didn't know what he was supposed to take. Take it. Take what? 
So he asked the man, take what? What am I supposed to take? What a shock. What a shock. He was bereft of the spirit. Are you listening to me? So, ladies, what makes you easily deceive makes you easily believe. Number two, you are more sensitive to the spirit. So, when the spirit is moving, you have more sensitivity because when God was creating you, He gave you the emotional aspect of Him. So, you receive the jealousy. God said, I'm a jealous God. My name is Jealous. You receive the jealousy. You receive the feelings. You receive the flow. You get it? So you are a more feeling person. Persona. So the same attitude which can destroy the ministry by bringing in feelings. I don't feel like we should go on this. I don't feel like that. It's the same thing which can make the spirit move and the anointing be caught. Your weakness is your strength. Give the Lord a stamp. Remember I told you there was a certain girl with short legs. She used the leg to stamp. Stamp the ground and give the Lord a stamp. Alright. Okay. Are you listening to me? Number three. I was telling you why you as a woman are going to be used by the Lord. The third and the last reason is because a woman was created to help. Three people are called helpers in the Bible. Three people are called helpers or helps. Number one, The woman. Number two, the Holy Spirit. And number three, a helps minister. The Holy Spirit, the woman or the wife, and number three, the helps minister. These are the three biblical help people that are sent to help. Help domestically and help in the journey of life as a wife. Help servants of the Lord to overcome and to do well in the ministry. That's the Holy Spirit. And number three, helps ministers who are the literal humanization of the Holy Ghost. The embodiment of the Holy Spirit in the form of a human minister. Who helps people to do things. Are you listening to me? Now. When it comes. To helps. And helping. There are some people who are naturally. Created for helping. God made you. For help. Yesterday when we were coming. I saw a cheetah. We saw a cheetah. On, on, the, on the way. This is the first time that I've seen a cheetah. I've seen a lion before. I've seen uh, I've seen a leopard before. I've seen an elephant. 
I've seen all of them. But this one, I, I understood the design. It, a, it is designed for speed. It's slim. It's slim. The cheetah is slim. And then when it moves, it has a kind of bounce. So you can see that the potential to gain speed suddenly is very, very high. And it's, it has got the um, aerodynamics created into it. Because that is its main gift, is speed. So you can see your calling by the design features that are built into you. When you see a certain type of car that has been made very flat and you see the design features, you know that this thing is designed for speed and Formula One racing. It's not for normal moving in Ghana, Ghana roads. You are joking. When you see certain cars, you know that this car is not designed for speed but it's designed for carrying a lot of people. So you can see your calling by seeing the design features that are in you. Now many women, you women, have the design features of a helper. So when they find their gift or somebody to help or something they can help, they usually perform very well. What worries them is when the beast, which is the same problem that worries men, that we are talking about women, so don't play the table tennis back to me. It's when the sex features of a beast arise. Feeding, eating, fighting, sleeping, sex, having children, then everything changes. The beast takes over. But a day has come when the beast, even in the natural, beast doesn't control life. We control beasts. We control tigers. We control lions. We control all of That's how come we are here. Are you listening to me? So the beast in you need not control you any longer by the grace of God. Are you listening to me? The fight in a woman is the fight of hatred, jealousy, insecurity, bitterness, wickedness, unforgiveness, deletion is how they fight. The man's fight is taekwondo, judo, guns, armed robbery, assassination, wars, fighting. This is a man. The woman Bitterness, wickedness, jealousy, unforgiveness, never say die, stubbornness, pride, cantankerosity, ill-natured, hey, mercy, all are beasts. It's the fighting part of the beast. So I pray 
All of you ladies, you see, because many of you have felt in your life, I'm supposed to help a man in his life. But when you look at a practical life, many of you ladies, you don't help your husband much. Many women think that to help a husband is to just make food. But many people don't help a husband. Actually, what has happened now is that marriage is more of introducing a problem rather than a help in ministry. Marriage introduces more of a, a problem. Paul said, they that will marry will have trouble in the flesh. He didn't say that they that will marry will have help. Do you want to know why? Because the reason is very simple. In the beginning, God created man and he created woman. And they were perfect and fallen, sinless in their nature. And it was these perfect, sinless, angelic beings which he created and created another sinless, perfect, angelic being and said, help this one. So here was a perfect, sinless, undefiled, angelic being helping another sinless, angelic, undefiled, perfect being. Now, after they fell, this one is now a wicked, bitter, jealous, defiled, insecure, lazy, unhelpful, cantankerous, quarrelsome, aloof, bad face, helping an, another wicked, selfish, greedy, money-loving, lustful, never satisfied with one person, covetous, money-loving, hateful, unbeliever, murderer. Is there going to be peace? <laughs> that is why the original vision that God had for man to live in peace and joy that is what we read at all weddings. Remember that Adam was Eve's husband before they saw the tree. They were enjoying when a man has found a wife. He has found a good thing for his life. This is what they were enjoying. After that, it's like if I, I give you a car that is supposed to, to go on such a journey, on certain road, pass through the water and everything. But before I give the car to you, you see that something is poured in the car. And some things are spot in the car. Do you think it can now do what it was originally created to do? No. Sing what it was created to do. When a man has found a wife, he has found a good thing for his life. And the whole world will agree Companionship has made her feel so complete With you and me And the love up above We have security 
Or their evil clashes are two rivers that have met at the confluence before they enter the sea. That is why it is like that. But I'm saying this because the woman, many women from my nation, they don't even love their husbands. That's what I think. Because if they love their husbands, they would love them and do what their husbands want them to do. But they don't love them. They do what they want to do. And they use the husband as a status arrangement. This is my husband. This is my husband. They don't want to exist without the existence of a husband somewhere. That's why many of them don't mind if their husband live abroad and they live somewhere. When they say, oh my, where's my husband? Oh, my husband is there. They don't need him. They don't, they don't want him. It's, it's just a donor of spams. And we have what we call PNDS. PDNS. Post donation neglect syndrome. After you've donated the spam, you neglect you are neglected forever. Yeah. Yeah, you finish your life's work. You have donated your sperm. And you suffer from PDNS. Post-donation neglect syndrome. It's a syndrome. Uh, and I'm entitled to my Christian opinion as a Christian pastor. It is what, it's not what they say. It's not what they, they, they say. It is what have I seen. Yeah. Yeah. But you see, when a woman finds a spiritual position where she can be a helper after salvation in Christ, even when she is unable to really function as a helper because of her fallen state. She can find a place in the house of God because original designs were for helping. Original design of a woman is for helping. That's why I said that when we saw the cheetah, it had a certain bounce. I've never seen it in an animal before. Just little drop like that. You see the agility. And the light weight and the aerodynamics of the creation. I've never seen it on television, but to see it and see the slimness of the thing and the way it sort of bounces, it's, it's, it's fantastic. So you see your calling by your design. So you can see your calling to help from your design as a woman. Woman? You woman? You can help a lot. You can really help the church. When I look at my wife, my wife helps a lot. Her, just, and you see, my wife is not a computer specialist. She's not a secretary. She's none of those things. But just her friendliness, do you see, her friendliness and her warmth has been a great compliment to anything and everything that I'm doing. Even from the first person was with Bishop Saki who was in her class. In school. At first I was nervous when I saw him, Bishop Saki. Because I didn't know him. He came from another school and another village. I was in one village and he came from another. I didn't know him. 
But my wife was in his class, in his law school class. My wife, we would, we would, you would come to church and he would come from school to our room. And there is my wife. My wife can laugh at everybody. That is my wife's gift. She will laugh at you and laugh, but you will never be offended. Because it is not malicious laughter. I, yeah, it's a design feature. She has a flair. Sometimes Bishop Saki will call her to discuss something and she will take over the discussion. After 30 minutes, she's trying to remember, why did I call you? I called you. You called me. I called you. It's a design feature. I always remember in my room R104 where my wife would make little sandwiches in the medical school hostel. She cut small, you know, and after church, Bishop Saki was not Bishop Saki, he was Brother T. Brother T and other, Emilia and other people who were around would come, Dr. Norsh and so on, would come to the room and she has made these small, small sandwiches. You see, that's one of the reasons why I married her because when I visited her, even though she did, they didn't have food, the food that she had, they would share it small. But some others will keep the food behind the door and wait out if it's 1.30 a.m. They'll wait for us to go before they, they serve. Yeah. Wicked! Everybody was there. Nobody had time to cook. And nobody had even where to keep uh, meat and to do all the... My wife used to buy kebab. Do you know kebab? She would buy kebab. And when she buys the kebab, she would take the meat of the kebab and use it to make stew. And make rice. And we would eat. Hey! It's very wonderful. One day... She went to town and she was coming. I was not a beloved one day. And she bought me a nice small sandwich. And she gave it to Bishop Eddie to bring to me. So after a few days, when I saw her, she was asking whether I received the gift that I, she sent. Because I was not so, I mean, I didn't know it so well that, you know, I said, which gift? So, oh, we went to an airport polo club or something. We bought whatever, and when we came, we sent some to you. Not knowing that Bishop Betty has eaten my sandwich. I mean, this is so serious. <laughs> what a shock! What a shock! He hammered me in a bad kind of way. <laughs> but all those things have been a help. Not, a, not I'm not talking about a domestic help. I'm talking about a help that helps the ministry. 
Even you Bible students who come, she has formed a star fellowship. Yeah. I gave her the idea. I said, form a fellowship called Star Fellowship. Yeah. People who are not from Ghana who are with us and just meet with them. So I gave her the idea. She did it. She has taken you to eat. Is it not true? Many times. Huh? Chinese. Chinese. She would take them, chat with them, laugh with everybody. That is my wife. It's, a, it's an assistance. Laughing and chatting and flowing with people. So when you have a wife, you tie of faith? You tie of faith? Can he have the church? You lock your jaw. You can't move your jaw. You can't smile. Sometimes people only come because the wife is smiling. Yeah. It brings church growth. Tie of faith. Yeah. You don't share your food. Recently when the uh, 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 Ivorians had, uh, what do you call it, a war, and they came, my wife gave all Ivorians, said all Ivorians should come. I tell you, they all came, including those who were permanently there already. She gave them rice, oil, this, 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 that. Yeah. It's a, it's, 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 a, it's not a secretary. It's like a computer. She doesn't know any of those things. Yeah. So you see that your design features, like the cheetah we saw, some kind of like this. It shows you your calling. Amen. So woman, you woman, you tie of faith. My, my, my wife told me, that when she was growing up in the house, her father used to blast all the girls. Come on, smile. Hey, smile. And, and, and it was, you, as a woman, must smile. So that guy in Liberia who was asking that question, you woman, you tie of faith, you can't help your jaw. It's a, it's, a, it's a fatherly instruction. It's an advice. It's not an insult, an advice. So I'm giving you the assignment when you go home, wherever you came from, or if you are listening to the camp, and you find the nearest sister whose face is tied. You say, you say, well, you tie of it. You more? You, you can't open your jaw. You can't smile. You there? So when a woman starts to help, and the help has for help, we have. A thousand, is this one, it's not the son of a thousand fathers, but it's a thousand ways you can help. A thousand ways. Everything can be helped in a thousand ways. That is the beauty of the helps ministry, is that it has a thousand varieties of helps ministry. Danny Boy, who is playing, is helping. Every song he knows, Everything he can play. He can play the bass. He can play the keyboard. He can play everything. He can do anything. Johnny Ball. <laughs> he doesn't tie his face. No. It is a, it's a form of help. If he was not there, and you can know that because I've had other keyboard. I had another keyboard. Every day he ties it. Can not be jaw? A lucky hand? It's true. 
This is the third, this is the third keyboardist I'm having. This is the third keyboard I have for Ida. This is the third person who is playing for her. Since she started her career. Yeah, and one of them, the problem was Itai Fei. Itai Fei. Came up in jaw. Lucky, huh? Yeah, fine jaw. Another one could play, but couldn't play with only one singer. Yeah. Because when a singer is alone and is playing, you need somebody who is playing who helps the singer to sing. And there's a difference. But you, you will never know limited. <laughs> you, you will never know limited. It's not all keyboard that can play with a singer who is singing alone. Yeah. But till you find out, you never know limited. Yeah. Yeah. There's different types of people who play. And there's people who play with the face. And there's people who work with an attitude. Yeah. It's, it's all something, everyone a little different. So the help, person who can help, is can help in a thousand ways. So this fourth category of people that are going to be the who is who at the banquet are the woman. And the woman in the church, okay, your job, I'm giving you an assignment because if you take what I'm saying seriously, one day we'll be up there. I'll be, I'll be sitting on my throne. I hope I also have a good throne at a good place. And right from that, maybe we may be at the higher because that is one of, the, one, of, one of my aims is to have a high throne and a very big mansion in heaven. A palace. I plan to live in a palace with a yacht, with a private lake. Ah, this is where we are going to experience all these things. He said, for your life is hid with Christ in God. And when Christ shall appear, then your life shall also appear. Yeah. Yeah. Set your affection on things above and not on things on the earth. Where Christ is seated above. And when Christ shall appear, then you shall also appear. Then shall your life also appear. So your life is hidden. This life on earth is a hidden life. But unfortunately, most of us men of God want to live our life here on earth, everything. But one day, I was in South America. And I was standing by the Pacific Ocean. And I came with some fellow Christians to some beautiful yachts and little ships. So many of them, pastors, millionaires, they go to work in helicopters. In the morning, they don't use cars. Helicopter, go come. Yachts. Yeah. Hey. And myself and some other pastors stood there and they said, I, I received this yacht. I received this yacht. He was receiving the... Do you know what is a yacht? A yacht is a ship. It's a type of ship for rich people. Just you and your family, you just go on and you just enjoy. And you love one another. That's a yacht. As he was receiving it, I made a comment and I said, Oh, I'll have mine over there. I'll have mine there. And the, and the person was standing and said, No, I'll have mine here. So you can either have it here or there. You can either have thank you here or thank you there. That's why we should do secret things. Good things secretly. So that we can have the thank you there. One day, 
Regina said he was with some pastors. And uh, one lady came up and said, I'm praying for you. And the Spirit said to him immediately, he said thank you to him. Immediately the Spirit said, that's, that's her reward. She has just received it. Yeah, she has just received it there. Yeah, cash and carry. She had it. That's just cash the check right there. No, there's no reward in heaven for her prayer. Her prayers. It's just that thank you that he said for praying to her. The, the Spirit said to him, that that's her reward. She has just received it. And it's just thank you on earth. It's finished. Yeah. It's either here or there. So you woman, you, your design feature, you are like the cheetah. I saw. God made me see. This place we've come, we have been following lions. We haven't seen one. So many things we haven't seen. But today on the way, God opened our eye to see a cheetah. Because of what I was preaching tonight. Design. Slim. It's like this. The cheetah is like this. Slim. And it's just like this. Wow. Agility. So you woman, you've got design features for helping. Yeah. And I know it's not easily working in marriage because marriage is two. One is wicked, this, 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 this. Another one is lustful, this, 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 this. It's not easy to play. When you love, even you love someone, the person cannot love you back. Many people are unlovable. When you say, I love you, they say, <laughs> Are you sure? What do you want? What's your motive? One day, I had a certain text. And the text was written, Hi, pretty. I miss you, pa. Emo, it's not the same without you, pa. Entina, I know that I love you, Pa. So I saw a, a certain brother who was having an average marriage. And I wanted to take him to the higher cloud nine. So I gave him the text. I said, this is a Macanet text. Put it on your phone. You can use it. I'm giving it to as a privilege. Take it and use it. Send it now. When he sent it from a crusade, we were in a village. You should have seen the response that came back. Others <coughs> didn't receive no response. <laughs> Some people, they are unlovable. Some of the person that you marry for the person to love you, because of a certain slap he has received before, when you say, I love you, you say, that other guy, his love was more than yours, before he started beating me. I've heard it before. Shabaya. So the love is polluted, corrupted from the historical ones. Why do you think somebody will advise his son never marry a virgin? Hey, what, what type of advice is this? Most Muslims are killing themselves to get 21 virgins. And you are being advised don't marry a virgin. Without explanation. Don't you think it's a mystery? There is a mysterious reason. Hey! Shabaya! Bombo! <laughs> you people, you don't know. You think prostitutes don't get husbands. A lot of prostitutes get husbands to marry them. From LP to LP. Hey! LP to LP. <laughs> Uh, 
Oh, the reply was unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? <laughs> mm-hmm. I see. One of the painful texts to receive is I see. I see. What do you mean by I see? <laughs> I see. What have you seen? Is it love? When I said you a love in text. Huh? And you see, the reason why we are so... Love is such a beautiful thing. The reason why we keep on going for weddings and liking love and is because it's what we don't really have. That is ethereal. It's imaginary. Imaginary. Hey! Last year, I came to Kenya and um, came for a camp meeting like this. We went to a beautiful hotel. It was, I mean, more enchanting, enthralling, scintillating, and spectacular than this place. Most of us were not with our husbands and wives. One night they made a fire for us. Since we came, no fire has been made for us. One night they made a fire for us. There was a leopard, a snake, resident snake. Others were bringing spice to the event. And people were even afraid. And also feeling cold. Then I saw one of the only people who came to the camp with the wife. Love. And when you see them walking, they look look so lovely. I said, wow. So I asked them, wow. Are you having a great time? As for dressing, they dress. As for looking good, as for giving good impression, they were giving good impression. But when I ask question, what have you been doing? Eh? They might as well have been staying in dormitories. <laughs> or even they should have invited some squatters to stay with them. Uh, so, that, so that we save some money. They've wasted the hotel room. They've wasted the environment. How can you waste the hotel room? Find the nearest those who came with their husbands and wife. And are you wasting these facilities? Oh. Take him on, this guy. Are you wasting the hotel? Who is wasting? These two guys. These two guys. Subway! Subway! Some people are wasting the hotel here. Hotel. Uh-huh. 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 
fighting the whole time. The policeman himself, the policeman himself has wasted the hotel. Yes, yes, yes. What do you mean? What a shock! What a shock! To tie your face in a nice hotel like this. Pastor who? Huh? Chopper! Chopper! Who is wasting the hotel here? Fire! Fire! His wife. She said he has wasted the hotel. Fire! 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 You tie your bed. Tie your bed. Tie your wig. Imaginations. Meanwhile, those who are weeping and gnashing their teeth because their spouses are not here are imagining that some people are maximizing, not knowing that there is nothing like that. There is nothing like that. Oh, what a shock! What a shock! How we wish! Oh. Hey. When? When will I? It was your birthday. It was my birthday. And you were weeping and gnashing your teeth. When I entered my room, I said, Oh God. When will I? When shall I? On my birthday. But I was thanking God because there were some couples here I knew were maximizing the moment. Not knowing that I, I was praying, they were wasting hotel bills. You should have brought what a sweater, what a shock. You tie your weight. You tie your bag, you tie your weight. Stupid. 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 You can't move your jaw. You can't move your weight. You can't move your weight. You tie your bag. Sit down. Next time you come to such a place, don't tie away. Because there are angel police here. Alright. Now.
to dress for the banquet. How to dress for the banquet. How many want to know what to wear? Sometimes you get an invitation card. They say smart casual. They say casual. They say what? Black tie. Formal. Semi-formal. Know what? Athletic wear. 